What's up? This your boy Drizzy Drake, and you are now rocking with Pain. I waited all my life for this moment. You are outside. I'm outside. What a way to start. Spring. Oh my God. So I'm I'm visiting my friend. Oh. So yeah. how is it? So, mm -hmm. so how is it out there across Palm Spring? Is it it should be good? It shouldn't be too hot because it's still oh, no, morning it's for y'all. Oh, it is. I mean, it's still, I don't know what I mean, it's it's a desert. So Palm Springs are out in the desert. So I mean. It'll get over like yesterday. The high was way over a hundred, oh probably hundred three. Yeah, but you know it's okay because I used to live in the desert. Uh, I went mm -hmm. to high school and college in Arizona, so I mm -hmm. I got I didn't get used to it, but I knew what I was coming to. I don't think he ever gets used, used to it. I'm used to that country. He is. See, in that down south, because you you've been in Tennessee, so you know what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a different both. type of heat, yo. Like y'all, ours is just hot. Ours is just uncomfortable. It just <laughs> you know the most uncomfortable I've ever been was when I was in New York. Uh, my husband took a new coaching job, so we were mm -hmm. staying at the university at their dorms. And it was in the middle of the summer. It was so hot. It was that was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Ever. The humidity. My hair wouldn't even dry. Yeah. No, because there's no horrible. trees. It's there's horrible. no trees in New York. It's it's all buildings. Yeah, it's all I was, buildings. I was smacking the Bronx. I was smacking the Bronx. Oh God. I I I, I actually like the Bronx. The Bronx and, and Brooklyn was straight. Um we was all over New York. They said from Bro Brooklyn to Queens to okay. Manhattan, you know. Um, so I especially Manhattan. Work. I used to enjoy. I used to enjoy Manhattan. See, I didn't really like have the opportunity to explore. I feel like New York. I was just. I mean, I went there to work. You know, I had a job there, so I worked in the Bronx, but I lived in Greenwich. So I was so mm -hmm. busy commuting, always going here or there. Sometimes I'd be in three states in one day because I would coach and then I'd go train and I'd come home. And I lived in, and all those things were in different places. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like, just like I had the experience of uh, taking the subway. That was was, was interesting. And <laughs> 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 did the bus and the subway in New York. And that was very interesting, I swear. Um, What'd you do to that? Because... I, I mean, if I had to, if I had to, but it's, 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 it was like compared to like a bus down here in Durham, cause, cause, cause we don't like have trains or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. So it was more cluster than you would have midday in the Bull City on the bus. And it right. was just like, couldn't move, you know, it's people just, and plus, I know that I'm the country boy. I'm a, I'm the tourist up there, so I don't want to look like a tourist. Uh, <laughs> I heard what's going down in them subways. Right, so, right. But now, New York, I, I love New York, especially the food. Oh, God, yes. Ah, so what was your favorite, or what did you eat when you went there? I had Irish breakfast. I had, that was, that was, was good. I definitely had Indian food. Oh, okay. Did you like it? Loved it, yes. Loved oh, it. awesome! Yes, yes. Uh, and a few other things, and um, rice and chicken, and rice and uh, and uh, lamb meat. Ah, okay. Uh, like yeah, lamb those, those, yeah, those. Uh, really now you know how they had the the, the the carts where you can get like the rice and the meat. Oh, did you go to like the like a Brazilian barbecue type thing? It. I did. I did that too. Oh, um, oh, wow. Okay. But I, I remember. The, I don't know how Manhattan is now, but they used to have like these carts that you can get the rice and the, and the chicken. Oh. You can get a gyro, but then you can get the rice with the oh, chicken right, chopped right, right. up. Yeah. Right. And they give you the rice, the white sauce, and right, right, the tzatziki sauce. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. See, gotcha. I, I I was up there in New York when um, they still had the dirt, the, the dirty uh, DVD stores and shit. Oh. <laughs> and man, it, it, I'm talking about like early 2000s. Yeah. So wow. it's like I know right when you couldn't smoke inside no more. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. That's funny. So so let, let me go ahead and introduce this thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the premiere episode which will be appearing on the Premium Smoke Room on the Smoke This Over the Smokers Lounge podcast network or whatever, but the Premium Smoke Room for subscribers. But this one you're going to get to see for free because we're going to give you just a little taste of what you're going to get if you subscribe for $4.99 a month, which now six premium podcasts. Nice. And this one is the Blazing Goddess Hour with... Our wonderful host, Kelly Chin. Say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> thank you very much. No thank doubt, you, no you. doubt. And to, to give everyone a background, because she recently appeared on the Smokers Lounge, and uh, me and her talked, and she was down with doing the podcast. I was down with doing one with her. You know, I just feel that she, 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 she not only have the look, but she has the voice and the swag to do this thing, you know. Oh, thank you, Bobby. No doubt. And Uh um, since we have last had you on camera, you have done a lot. (laughs) I have. Man, last week was wild. I was in Vegas last week, and it was just kind of funny because it was almost, like, surreal to me because I'm like, God, I can't believe, like, I'm here finally doing this because, you know, it's like one of those things that, I've been like plotting forever and now it's like, oh, it's finally here. Um, so it was like great. You know, Vegas is an interesting spot. It's funny because on Thursday morning I re- met some random guy. He's like, hey, can I snort some coke off your ass? I'm like, it's Thursday morning. Where else does that happen? Only in Vegas. <laughs> that was my Thursday morning. Damn, in Vegas. that's 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 a hell of a way to start your morning right there. <laughs> Yeah, very interesting. Good morning. Can I snip coke off your ass? Uh, uh, yeah, I was going. To, I was going down to the pool. Mm-hmm. We had a great pool where I was staying at, and I ran to this guy. He's like, "Man, I would really. You look really good. I would really like to snort some coke off your ass." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, when I go back up to my room, I'll let you know." Mm-hmm. So I went and kind of did my thing. I had to go, you know, swim, get some exercise, of course. Yeah. And um and I was like, yeah, why not? So we went upstairs. <laughs> oh God. Oh no, wait a second. <laughs> so so wait a second. So okay. You waited. So you, I mean, okay then. So y'all went upstairs, right? Yeah. Now, did you lay down or was you doggy style when he, you know, because no, he had, I know no. he had to tap it on his on your ass. Right. So we had this really nice bathroom. The place that I had a nice suite. It was this, it was a really cool bathroom. So we went in the bathroom and I like kind of just leaned over the seat like that. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, put it there and did what he needed to do. And, you know, we just kind of hung out and talked and, you know, while I was packing because I had to go to the other hotel and, yeah. you know, and was telling him I was here for work, which leads into my other stories. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Then he wanted to do stuff, but I was like, I can't do anything right now because I have to focus and I have to work because I came there for one person, and I think you know who I'm talking about, Bobby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Shouts out to the great and legendary Richard Mann. You had the pleasure yes. of working with him yes. and everything. So how was it? Okay, first, how was it first working with him? How did y'all connect all that good stuff? Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know this story, Bobby. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do, do, do well, I need so to let everybody, help, no, I, I'll let yeah. you tell it. Well, with the help of Bobby, he just made some suggestions about, hey, you know, you probably would, you know, might want to shoot with these people. And he gave me some suggestions. So I was like, okay, kind of looking it over. And oh, my God, I think I lost Bobby. Bobby, are you still there? Ah. Oh. The internet. I'll hold to wait to tell the rest of the story. Woo! 
like Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. like well i want to have sex with you i was like i understand that but i can't have sex with you yeah because um even though he got the experience to sniff the coke off of you it's kind of like now you got to sit here and get ready for this shoot with richard man his crew um because also go ahead Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, well, too, you know, I'm like big into like health and, you know, health and safety. So I don't yeah. let any, you know, um, weird, strange dick come into my circle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, but see, that's the thing about our business is that you have to, you have to be that way anyway by necessity. And then, yes, too, do. on the other end of it, like I said, even in the lifestyle, you have to be mindful of that. You know, right. So, so yeah. So I was like, yeah, I can't. And he's like, okay, well, I understand. So I was like, well, good. So yeah. so yeah. So we just um. So yeah. So back to, are we are we on? Are we? Oh yes, yeah, yes. We recording. Okay. It, it okay. was recording as soon as we came back in. But so ah, uh, so you know, I was there to uh, shoot with Richard Mann. Well, for several several reasons. One was Richard Mann, um, mm-hmm. and also we had a lifestyle party that I was hosting, but um. Mm-hmm. So I was very excited. So, you know, I was getting ready for that. And, you know, I had to switch hotels. So, yeah, like, and again, I don't just do strange dick. So that's, I think mm-hmm. that's what people think, though. You know, because mm-hmm. I do tell people, like, what I do, like, lately, it's like, oh, you like to fuck. Yes, I do. But that doesn't mean I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, because, I mean, that's the biggest misconception. They think that that's all we think about is sex and want to fuck and- Suck right. dick, get dick sucked. No, we actually have right. lives outside of all this shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And again, you know, we, I don't, you know, I just don't do strange dick like that. So, you know, but he was understanding. I explained it to him. But it was a, you know, it was an interesting time. I had never had that, you know, experience happen to me by a random stranger because, you know, I just never had. It was just funny that the dude just walked up and said, you just so gorgeous. I just want to sniff coke off your ass. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I oh, my like, God. Oh, okay. Well, that is interesting. I was like, this is an interesting Thursday morning so far. And I just so, was going out to the pool to go exercise. So, so you hooked up with, like, like I said, with Richard Mann, of course. I had a hand in kind of putting yes, it together. Yes, you did. And everything. So, how was it hooking up with Richard Man? You know, you know, paint the picture. What type of shoot did you do? Who all did you work with? You know, all that went down with that. Oh my goodness! I <laughs> it was interesting because uh, you know, like I'm sort, you know, I'm new. You know, the yeah. porn that I was making before was, uh, you know, like either my husband or like if I knew someone, you know, like meeting mm-hmm. off Fet Life, and you know. We went out a few times, things like that. So this was my first time actually um, worried about just going in to shoot versus having to worry about everything else, you know, for a shooting. Uh, so it was great. Uh, it was awesome. It, um, he was there. Uh, Mr. Mysterious was there. We, we shot AJ Fresh. We shot um, uh, Porter Rock. We shot. So, you know, it was... Um, <laughs> So wait, 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 I, I wait, 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 AJ Fresh, and you got Porter Rock. Um, yeah, the, because Porter Rock, I mean, dude, I'm going to ask you a question. Is Porter Rock short? Yeah, is he tall? He's short. short. Okay. Yeah. I would say I mean, because, 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 because he's, you know, because he's so muscular and shit. So he just look like, but like I said, so, I mean, um, so who did you shoot with first? I shot with, uh, Richard first. 
Okay. Yeah. So he had to break you in first. He had, he, he, right. I knew he had to break you in first. I knew that. So so what was so 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 what did y'all shoot? Uh we shot everything. <laughs> we shot everything. You know, uh we did a little bit of everything. I like to be active, so I can't just stay in one spot, right? Okay. So I like to move around, move around the bed, move positions, like I am super active. Like to me it's like a you know, it's like working out. Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, I'm there for. But it was great. Um, we did, um, you know, it was, we used, it was a nice Airbnb. So we were able to use, you know, the bedrooms, of course, and like other places throughout the house. There, there are some um, shots that we did that, you know, we added some, you know, different background and different scenarios. So that was nice. Yeah. No doubt. So with Richard Mann, before we get to the other guys, that yeah. was just where they like a straight fuck scene or did what did have role play with it. Um, oh no, we just got down to it. I mean, come on, it's <laughs> man. Like, like what what is there to role play? There's nothing. Like he has a huge cock. You know, so it's like, yeah, there's this like what do you, you don't say anything. You just go immediately to like you just like drop to your knees and go, Yeah, let's do this. Oh my God. So I so y'all just went at it. And yeah, then pretty much I, all the scenes so it was like, so tell me about, I mean, just how, how the shoot was. Because like I said, with him, even though, yeah, y'all was fucking, this probably was fun as hell. It felt good. Yeah. Still, you know, the, 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 how can I put this? The mindfulness of what y'all doing when it comes to the camera. Because I know with the angles and stuff like that, because he's still a professional about this shit. Right. Well, you know, I think... Um, it was natural for me um, because I come from a modeling background, right? So like being in front of the camera, being aware of the camera, being aware of what you're doing in front of the camera. Like, so I kind of already understood that. Um, I, um, so that, I don't know, it just, like, I didn't even think about the camera, to be honest with you. I just went in there and like, all I could think about was, you you, you you just think about all that dick that was right there. He was like, yeah, I was like, that's all I can think about. Stuff. I didn't think about like, yeah, I wasn't sitting there thinking about the camera the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I was I was aware it was there, but yeah, you know, I was too busy, you know, thinking about that dick. So you know, yeah, because because I can see you the pictures. You were just so happy to smile on your face. You were just <laughs> just bright, yeah. vibrant. Yeah. Was, so so. So after uh, Richard, see, you can even tell just by the way she just curled her hair, like how dick, how good the dick was. <laughs> she, I know, I just, just like touching my hair. And... She like, yeah, that was a good dick that day. It was. So I mean, so you shot yeah. all of them in the same day, or was it split no, up? No, not at the same day. I was split up. Okay. You know. So, yeah. So so you know? so it was. So y'all did like one a day. Uh, no, uh, not what a day. I think I did four scenes that day. Okay, that, that, that's 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 good. That's good. No, that, that that's actually damn good because um because you had some guys, well, especially on the male town. With, with one, you had multiple male towns there. So um because the thing about what women gotta understand is that when you're shooting that much, especially depending upon the length of the scenes that y'all doing. You know, period. Cause yeah, you can go forty-five minutes, your shit be pounded out. You know, or you right. can go twenty minutes and be pounded out. You know. Oh yeah, um, but I don't do short duration. I see. I see. Me and you would have went for forty-five minutes. <laughs> like I, I'm like I'm like upset if I feel like my time was like shorted. You know, I'm like I expect at least minimum forty-five minutes. But see, but see, to me, them the type of females I like to to work with, and male towns like to work with. Period. Because there's a lot of positions. And I'm the kind of dude that I want to go back to the ride. Like, okay, you rode me cowgirl. Yes. Let's, let's do the reverse cowgirl. You know what I'm saying? The, right. Try the doggy style over here, stuff like that. You know, period. And um, because even with me, I. Very few females can actually last, and they should still be fresh after the third scene, or they be sore about the handling. Not fresh, oh, as in uh-uh. you know, it, they sore. They were they oh, sore. Well, I, I was sore like the next day, but it wasn't sore enough to stop me. I mean, come on. 
so you're a different it's, kind of animal, though. It's see, like, it's like you know, working out. Like, okay, being an athlete. Like, to be honest with you, being an athlete. I was a college athlete. And I, I did stuff um, professionally as well. Like, if you're sore the next day, you still got to go compete. No one gives two fucks. You got to figure that shit out. <laughs> see, it's it because you work out, so you you in shape to go. <laughs> you know, like, I... Can you, can, you know what? I would say a majority of my athletic career, I was always sore every single day. Knees, hips, something. Every day, even now, right? You can't sit there and be like, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not going to no, pass no, up this no, opportunity. No, 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 trust me. It'd be a million times the next day after a shoot, especially the way that I used to shoot, because we, we would shoot. For guys, right? I feel like it's different, though. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, not with females, throw some lube on you good. With dudes, it's yeah, it's different because we have to keep it hard. Yes, so right. we have to pace ourselves a little bit more than women. That's why I said with you, you had multiple dicks there. So even if he was the only dude with multiple chicks, right. he, he, he got to adjust to each chick. He got to adjust to each chick's pussy. Not every female suck dick like the other one. The other one might have been way more sloppy and nasty than the other one. So it's it's mental as well as physical. Right. You know, right, right, yeah. You know, so I mean, we we all don't get the opportunity to work with someone like you. You know, what I'm saying, well, you know, he, <laughs> it's not hard to get up, goddamn. It's not hard to get up. <laughs> so yeah, I shot. I mean, I shot four, uh, you know, four scenes that day, and then the next day, I think I did. To, I started to slow down. Like I feel like I started yeah. off obviously as a sprint, and then like mm-hmm. progressively towards the end, it kind of slowed down. But I was sore at the end of all of it. But you know, during so, the week, so, I mean, so, I can't so, tell you. I can't tell you guys everything because like there was so much. Like I want to tell you bits and pieces because you guys are gonna have to wait till I release the video. Oh yes, see, see, and understand she has a podcast, so that means I have to subscribe to the Premium Smoke Room to hear more of what's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't tell you all every everything. I can tell you that I had four scenes that particular day. I think I had eight total when I left Vegas. Now, now I know there was visuals from one scene that you did with somebody uh, that was dropped. I think recently. I think the last. But yesterday or today, and that shit yes. was good as hell. <laughs> yeah, Mister Mysterious, he dropped his. I think I, I think I saw it today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but you know, it's it, Vegas was fun because you know wherever I go, I try to like shoot. So I'm either like so right now I'm in Palm Springs, but I'm not doing uh, any um, shooting for videos. I'm doing just modeling shooting, just straight modeling nudes and so forth. So now, I do that, both. Now, now, that's the other interesting thing about it is that you also are is a pinup model and um yeah. artist purposes. Right. And you know, period. Actually, that's what you were doing first because if people go on her profile, you see some hot ass throwbacks. You know, she had the blonde hair and shit. You know, yes, I, I had blonde hair t- <laughs> and stuff. So, how long was you modeling? Before you got into it. Oh, gosh. I had started modeling when I was like 18, you know, on and off. Um, I started with more artistic modeling, not more commercial. Commercial was really hard for me back then because, you know, I would go into these agencies and they would be like, I don't really know what to do with you because they didn't know where to put me in category. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, then I had, and then when I had one agent suggest I go back overseas, and my dad's like, no, we're not doing that. So, I just, I started modeling more when I was 18, a little bit more independent. I started with um, more fine art, so posing mm-hmm. for artist groups, especially then because I was training, I was still an athlete. Well, so I had well, a lot of... You know, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Was it because yeah. you had an athletic build, that was the reason why they they, they couldn't figure out where to place you? Um, You know, I went when I was really young, you know, I think 16. No, at that time I was just running track. I think that's just how I looked. You know, like, yeah. you know, because I, I always get like, what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? You know, like I get everything. You know, I get that. That's like a daily question. What are you? You know, so I think it that was hard for them to market. Like you, they need, you need a specific group to market to. Now it's different because there's more diversity. There's more blending. 
of yeah. folks, you know, they're having uh, more interracial marriages. So it's a different, this is different now. But when I was like, you know, a teenager in the mid 90s, especially in the United States, because I didn't grow up in the United States. I don't know if a lot of you guys knew that. So I spent my childhood, you know, I moved here when I was 13. I moved to Arizona when I was 13. But up until then, you know, I lived in Korea and a majority of my time in Germany. And at that time, it was just different. But coming from Germany to here was uh, interesting because it was so different. So, so, so what you was, was a military? Military? My, sort of. My dad worked for the military. Okay. He was in the military, but by the time I was born, we were in Germany. He was working for the military. So he was, he was okay. what they call a GS or civil servant. You know, so okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So 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 you already had world travel in you before <laughs> Well, I mean, think of me. I mean, my mom is not American. My mom's from, you know, South Korea. So just I've been uh, you know, like yeah, I guess world travel. I guess I've always been aware of my surroundings. See, yeah. Because see, because see, that that's why I told you I said that. Um, you would do well in this business because you fit so well, many now. different. <laughs> I mean, but but even to the point that, like, even when I think back in the eighties and nineties, I this is how I look at it. If I can place you in a certain era and you still would have thrived in that era, that's how I know that you 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 made it for the business. Because even to the point that when I think of the seventies, when I look at the females in the seventies. You fit that. The the, the, the the ethnic women in the eighties, you fit that. You feel what I'm saying? And two also in when it comes to acting and porn, it's actually a not I don't want to use that term incorrectly. If you're able to fit many different ethnicities, it gives you Variety and validity in what you do in in the business, especially since we are technically point actresses, actors. That means that you can actually tap into different fetishes, different, you know, ethnicities. You know, saying just like like that, you know, period. So the thing that like some people may look at as a negative or uh, you, you know being mixed race or what have you, sometimes it actually helps. When it comes to in the entertainment, you know, period. Well, well, right, but that's, you know, but as a kid, you know, I'm 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. You don't, at that time, I didn't have the confidence I have now. So that's the difference, right? Your confidence mm -hmm. level is different. And through yeah. sports and through athletics, I think that's how I built my confidence. It helped build my confidence. So. As I got older, I slowly started to understand that, but I didn't understand that right away. You just understand no. You're like, oh, okay, no, okay. Or, you know, so you start to, if you hear it enough time, you start to go, oh, well, maybe there is no place for me, you know? Which, which is kind of messed up because when you're in between two worlds and the two worlds kind of don't accept you fully, it can be mentally taxing. Well, you know what I realized now that I'm older, we moved to Arizona and I don't know if Arizona went back then, it was, you know, not a whole lot of diversity. And that was the first time I lived in a place where there wasn't diversity. Cause when I lived in Germany. I had diversity in my neighborhood. I had friends from Africa. I had friends from Italy. I had, you know, so I had, I saw diversity every single day. That's what I was used to. And then when I moved to the, to the States, I didn't see it as much. So it was very strange to me, you know? So, um, you know, lots of times it was, you know, strange and almost maybe borderline uncomfortable. So, you know, I think, too, if we would have been to, like, maybe an L.A., maybe if we, if we want to move to an L.A. first or, like, somewhere more diverse, I probably would have had a different experience. Yeah, because, um, yeah, certain areas of the country is not very diverse. <laughs> yeah, and I learned that. And, you know, it's funny because, like, just moving here, it's yeah. funny because when I was in Germany, I was an American. Like, oh, you know, the, the American girl down the street. And then when I came over here, I was, what are you? You know, so it's kind of different. Yeah. I was like, I'm American? Because that's what I was over there, right? Oh, you know, the American down the way, the American family. It was yeah, never I, the, you know, the black and Korean family. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so 
now that you didn't cut your teeth with the big dogs, because yeah. you 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 really your first weekend you really worked with some top notch guys. You know, what I'm saying into Porter Rock because he's yeah. well known. He done shot with. Um, now that you don't work with mainstream talent, what do you think of working with mainstream talent versus working with those down there? Oh, God, just so different. It was such a relief, you know, so nice working with the professional, you know, with uh, Richard Mann and, and all of them. It was because, um, you know, when I was doing this before, and I, it was so sad because someone actually, I have to cut this off with them. So someone that was filming with me that I met yeah. off Set Life, yeah. um, I think he's starting to kind of like me. And I do like him as a friend, you know, but like. Yeah. Then you want to like, hey, I want to travel with you, take you places, and you're just like, oh, I'm married. Like, yeah, for stuff like that, like I got somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's not at all what I'm looking for. I'm like, I just need some footage, and can you shoot? And it's just harder because they don't, because emotions, like you, they want to be romantically uh, involved with you. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing about it, when you're dealing with someone, even with even when it came to me, like when when I was in the business, I knew walking in the reason why I met you or even fucking you in the first place is because of porn. So yeah. I'm not gonna walk in with emotions because my emotions have to be taken out of the equation for the work that I'm trying to do. You right. know, period. Because even to the point that, for example. If she wants to do, let's say, a let's say a rape placing mm -hmm. type of thing, you you have to take out your emotions to pull that scene off because you may not be one that uh, can play that kind of role. You feel what I'm saying? Um, if it it, it, it it's kind of like to me. You can't walk into a business setting with your feelings on your sleeve. Right, no. Especially because we having sex anyway. Right. Right. So no, you're that, absolutely right. So and it's kind of like, go, go ahead, go ahead. What you about to say? No, I'm saying like, so that was the nice that part about it because you don't, you have that understanding going in. So it's not like you have to explain or hurt anyone's feelings. Like I have to go explain to this person now, like, hey, this is great and you know, everything. And you know, I'm gonna have to have that talk. I don't wanna have that talk. Nobody wants to have that talk, but you okay. know, it's nice to go and just do your business and leave. And yeah, it. that was the best part because I mean I can have some of the nastiest, sloppy sex, we we kiss and everything, but when the camera go off, we go back to normal. Right, you know. right, exactly. It's like, oh, hey, Mary, or, you know, <laughs> sure. how, is, how are your kids? You know, it's work. You know, I tell people it's work because, you know, people are asking me questions. I think they think, like, um, like it's a party, you know, like, so there's, like, all these people, like, a huge, like, Hollywood movie, like, orgy. I'm like, no, we go to work. It's like, okay, it's, you know, we're at noon. You're scheduled at noon. Come in. We swap IDs. We do the whole yeah. model release. We do that first, right? That's the first yeah. thing you do. And then you talk about, you know, hey, what are you comfortable with? And usually what I try to do is I try to talk to the person beforehand and get a feel for them. So I try to do my research as well. Yeah. You know, I just don't show up on that day and be like, oh, hey, you know, do a little bit of research. You know, hey, is there anything you want, any content, anything you need, anything you're looking for? So um, you have that discussion beforehand, and then you go and do what you need to do. Now that, also with now that you did the professional shoot, because like I said, the professional shoot and the content, even though it was a content shoot to a certain extent, it was content shoot, the professional right. shoot versus just the content creator shoot. Um, how much of a porn star did you feel that weekend? Did you feel like a porn star? Did you feel like a porn star? That's I did. I felt no. It was like surreal. Like I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe like I'm here doing this. Like I feel so fabulous. Because <laughs> they really do. They make you feel. I mean, like you are on this pedestal, and it's a great mm -hmm. feeling. And I was able to watch other scenes that were being shot, and I could tell from uh, the other uh, actresses their energy. Like yeah, like you know. 
they make you feel good. They make you feel like wonderful, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you feel like a, you do. You feel like a porn star. Yeah, because see, people don't realize when you're a porn star, it's a different level than just because you're actually now being considered a professional. Yeah. You know, period. It's and, no and, longer and I, like the camera, your iPhone, and just kind of you know messing around. Or yeah. it's like a real setup. You come in and you get creative. And, and you and you have the ability to be creative and you know make something wonderful for other people to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, to me, that's what I I love. It it set me apart from the average. You yeah, know, that, that, that right. I had a cameraman that girls could come here and then get surefire professional looking content, and also that's part of the reason why some of the girls got nominated because people don't realize. They just not gonna just nominate you because you got a fucking cell phone, and right. you got Urban X Awards, you got the AVNs, you got, you know, the ASN Lifestyle Awards and stuff, the XBiz Awards. They just don't nominate just anybody for any reason. Right. They they, they nominate you based off the work that you're doing and to the level. The closer you get to Hollywood, the better off you are. Because right. like when girls talk about they want paid gigs, you have to shoot similar to the people that you're talking about paying you because it's no longer they just gonna grab a new girl and we gonna run with her. No, she actually got to have a following coming behind her and some experience. Right. So it's no longer just a straight up pure rookie. Right. You know. Yeah. So. No, you're. It was just. It was really nice because it's like, you know, for the longest time I was doing this and you kind of wonder like is anyone even like noticing or seeing and and you know i guess like i would think that every now and then but something inside of me just told me well just keep going and i didn't realize like anyone was watching and i guess that's the nice part you know like oh they were watching people were watching you know yeah because when when you start dropping triple x shit immediately people are going to pay attention. What they're watching to see is what you're going to do with it. Because you have so many girls that come into business and they hear, I can't fly by night. They hear the day gone tomorrow. You know. Now, why do you back. think that happens? <clears throat> well, um, really because they didn't make the money that they thought they were going to make. And they found out the business was way harder. Or, and or they were ashamed of walking in to begin with. Now, you know, that's interesting because, like, I don't, I know it sounds weird, like, I do think about the potential of the money, but I don't think about the money. That's not the first thing that's on my mind. If I was thinking about money, I'd just go to work at a, like, you know, you know see, also, you like, like what I was doing. But you, you came know. in a different era where, okay, for example, back in the era that I came, girls used porn to boost escorting. Oh, because content wasn't wanted or necessarily needed by them for so much. The girls that understood the value of content started doing content, but Mm -hmm. that's also why they still people still filmed as if they was grinding make it to Hollywood because the thing was you filmed for a DVD, not necessarily for a site. Right, but when this era came, pandemic hit, girls saw that it was a way that I can make money without leaving the house content. And and also girls saw the value of having content at the same token using porn to boost their escorting because also what great way to to validate a client by he already paid on your OnlyFans. See, people, there's many ways they freak this game, people. <laughs> so that's so it's kind of like but even back then they were saying girls need to focus on their content you shoot you shooting your own because you right now the difference now is the guys that work for the studios would not shoot content with girls now the guys that work for studios need content and they're shooting with y'all right so it's, yeah so it's it, go ahead 
No, it just amazes me of all this knowledge that you know, Bobby. I feel like I learn something every time I talk to you. <laughs> I feel uh, like I get schooled all the time by Bobby. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> because, I mean, um, because even to the point that, like I said, even from seeing how they were posting the videos, they posted them fast. So that let me know how right. good the scene was. You know, period. Right. Because we do schedule how we're going to post something. We prioritize how we're going to post something. So girls, this is how you know you did a good job. If he posts that shit within two weeks of y'all shooting, you did your job. Well, I mean, that's what I'm there for. Like, you know, like, I really do take this very seriously. Like, it is like, you know, um, I was a decent athlete in, you know, college and professionally, and I take that same mindset and I place it into what I'm doing now. And I place that in every, you know, uh, job and career I have. You know, so like I'm very, uh, you know, very goal oriented. I want to make sure I do a good job and, you know, I want to do the best I can. I want to come prepared, you know, so every time I show up to a shoot, I come prepared. You know, I train, I do everything I need to, to prepare for this shoot. This shoot is like my Olympic. Because I, because I'm going to tell you what's funny. You need to go ahead and implement that in some of your porn for your brand. It's like, okay. You used to be an athlete, so you could play a coach. You, well, uh, I used to be a coach. That, that, Bobby, what that was my what? job. What? I was a college. Okay, I was a college strength coach. So I used to train <laughs> college athletes. Wait, wait, wait! Not only did I train college athletes, I used to help prep uh, uh, seniors for pro day and the combine, NFL combine. And I did that for many, many years. Oh, my God. So I have, I have a vast background in speed training, track and field, and Olympic weightlifting. So those are oh two components God. that are used in um, a lot of um, athletic training and sports training. I am sorry. I see some. Oh, man. I see some. <laughs> so I'd be trying. Uh, like, I had a few former athletes actually follow me and know what I do now. It'll be interesting when this comes out. <laughs> <laughs> because because see because it like to me it's kind of like I think porn stars should take shit that they did in the past and implement it to what they're doing now as far as scenes scene ideas because like to me that's a whole bag that is just unbelievable like you can play the like the coach and 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 let's say you had Porter Rocket, he's an athlete. You pull over his trail coach. <laughs> you know the yoga shit. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like. Well, because... okay, I can't say too much. I do have a a similar. I did a shoot this past weekend, kind of in that genre. See, that's funny. See, see, see. But you're gonna have to wait. See, see you're gonna how, have to see wait. Mind, see, see how my mind work. How great minds work. You know, yeah. period. even to the point. Um. Oh, fuck yeah, I would have had you as uh I'll go as far as been like, yeah, she she's a Olympic weightlifter. And I'm a reporter. Coming to interview her. You could. No, that'd be an excellent scene, actually. See, see, that's the reason why I like to get that when 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 I did work with girls, that's why I like to get to know them. Because I used to pull from what they did. You know, yeah, period. that's awesome. Bobby yeah, because, my scripts and my scenes. I mean, I, I'm there for you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't mind. Absolutely. I mean, I'm retired. I, I can still use the ideas because it's, yeah, it's kind of like, for me, because it's kind of like, even to the point that, um, like, shoot, I can see you even doing like uh, an 80s throwback scene or something. I love the that? 80s. I have the leotards and all that stuff. I have that outfit. I love you know 80s, saying, like, dude, sports wear the attire. Outfit. Fit, Adidas, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I with, love Adidas. With, Adidas with the galoshes. So, oh my goodness. So, I mean, um, so, I mean, what other shoots did you do besides them? Because I know you've done cause some other shoots where I have since then. Because you stay well, moving and Yes, I always try to stay busy. Um, I did some uh, shooting with Doc Chocolate. You know, we had a party in LA where we did our first shoot. So, we shot again. Yeah. Actually, too, if you go look at, we, we have a what we were just talking about we have kind of a similar scene so i don't know like that's i can't tell you guys everything you have to you have to follow me on twitter and like i'll let you know like yeah. everything that's happening 
I can't tell you everything. There's so much that's happening. But yeah, I just, um, Doc Chocolate, um, we had some kind of newer fellas in the game. So um, that was fun. And yeah, I'm, I'm now I'm just kind of um, building up my shooting schedule, you know, starting to line everyone, everyone up to get some shoots done. I want to, I like to take a break from shooting. I treat it like training for, um, you know, for sports, you know, you have a, a yearly plan that you're looking at. You don't train every day. You don't, you know, so I like to shoot at a certain time and then I take a little bit of a break and then I'll go back. Because, you know, too, like, people don't realize, like, not only am I shooting, right, but, like, workouts take a long time. Like, this doesn't take care of itself. You know, I have to go bust ass every day. And when I'm traveling, I have to find the time to go bust ass. You know, like, so I have to go run or I swim or I find something. I have, I have to find something to stay active. So, you know, that takes a lot of time, too. I don't think people realize that. Yeah, because to be honest with you, when you think about it, doing the points thing, you actually got to be kind of athletic to do it anyway. You have to be because, in shape. Yeah, because you, you, that's why I give Richard Man his prop. This motherfucker in his 50s and he goes like in his 20s. And I, me being a male talent, I know the angles that he got to pull off. They're not comfortable as a right. male talent, you know, period. Not just counting the female, but just the male, you know, period. So it's kind of like that's why I tell anyway, if you, if, if you don't come away from that scene sore, you didn't do it right. You know? Okay, so I'll tell you one thing, okay, and then I'm not going to talk about this particular scene. So there was a scene where I had to get athletic because I was licking ass. So I had to, like, maneuver myself, and if I yeah. was not strong enough or flexible or mobile enough, there is no way I would be able to do that and still have what was going on around me. See, That's that, all that, I'm gonna say. That, see, they're going to make you have to go to her Twitter page. <laughs> so now we said we we're gonna have this conversation on the, the first episode and yeah and you know what i'm talking about so i'm gonna let you introduce the conversation and we'll go from there all right no well, no, no no i mean we've talked about so many things the, 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 interracial, so many things. the interracial the interracial of a way that conversation. Oh, the other, you know, what's interesting. Cause yeah, I was just kind of wondering, I'm, I was asking Bobby because you see a lot of porn that's targeted black men, white women. And I'm like, how come you don't see it the other way around? And so I, I called Bobby one day. I was like, what, why don't, why doesn't it happen? Cause I know it exists cause I'm married to a white guy. So I know that, you know, white men have sex with, you know, black women. So why don't why don't we see more of it? You know why isn't it out there? So I was asking Bobby this because you know Bobby yeah. knows everything. <laughs> I don't know everything. I, I I know a lot, but I don't know everything. Um, no, I said then thought about it and that pondered that that conversation, and um, there's many folds to it. So I mean, from your worldly experience, what do you for what you have seen just from your now, eyes now okay so this stems back to how I was raised okay mm -hmm. so I was raised in a interracial my parents you know interracial mm -hmm. marriage so I'm used to seeing different and different but it then always looks the same to me too and to growing up in Germany I did see a lot of um, there were some interracial marriages both ways mm -hmm. you know um, and I you know so I guess maybe growing up there because I didn't experience a lot of, I don't know, I just moving here, I assumed it'd be the same and it wasn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel you saying, I feel you saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, um, you know, and then like when I moved here, you know, I didn't see a lot of it. It was kind of like weird because I would get comments at school. You know, like I, yeah. you know, like one guy was like, you know, I would really love to date you, but you're black. And I'm like, what the hell has that got to do with it? It, it it because it you got did, you got to understand yeah. we we came our generation because I I don't know your age and I don't ask or need to worry I about it. I just had a birthday. So yeah, oh happy birthday to you! Oh, but I'm Thank sorry. You. Yes, it's her birthday was yesterday. I'm a Gemini. Oh, so uh, we were just coming off of segregation for the most part because segregation ended what in the '60s, late '60s. 
So you had the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, what have you, you know, period. Um, even to my experience in the South, it was a rarity that you even saw black with white in any any way. You know, period. Mm-hmm. Hell, we if you, you say about twenty or thirty years ago, you wouldn't even see a Hispanic in Durham, North Carolina. You know, mm-hmm. period. But mm-hmm. but um I think it's it's that's the reason why one Europe was a little bit more they're ahead of us because they're an older country. Right. And they're okay, we we wanna go there. They're mostly white. So them makes Oh well, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Them with a black woman is not as rare as it is here or look differently. Cause at one point it was illegal to marry a, a white man to marry a black woman. Like, mm-hmm. you would go to jail for that shit. You know, mm-hmm. black men used to get lynched for that shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, for, even for looking at a white woman. Right. You know, well, you know so, what's interesting? Because my father is older. My father grew up when I was segregated in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and, Oof. you know, he would, he would say things and... You know, my mom and I and I remember asking my mom. My mom's Korean, so if you go to you know Korea, it's the same very stigma stigma with blacks. It's like if Koreans are to marry out of their race, if it's white, it's more acceptable. If they're black, it's not. And so you know, my mom, you know, married you know during that time. So in the you know seventies, where things were happening, you know, or whatever over here, you know. I asked my mom about it one time. I said, because, you know, my, my hominy, my grandma, I said, did she care? Or did it matter? She goes, no, it didn't matter to her. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just, I guess I never really thought of it because they never re- really made a big deal about it. Does that, does that make yeah. sense? So, like, when I came yeah, here, yeah. it seemed like a big deal. And I was like, what's the big deal? Yeah. And that's the reason why it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, it's, it's because, I mean, think about it. It's, and that's the reasoning why I think black man with white woman is more accepted, more looked upon, sells more than that of a black woman with a white man, because it was more accepted if they, if you were married outside your race. Why the one with the black dude is more tabooish, and the business of porn is to be taboo, to be against I the see. grain. So. It's like that's the reason why. Now, business sense, like I said before, the problem is is that you have certain people that's in power that they don't want to go across the brain because their biggest worry is money that they might lose if they try to do that. Because it's kind of like think about it when you look at it. It it's a combination of society. It's a combination of money. It's a combination of a whole bunch of things. Because at the end of the day, is also you have some talent like black men that they shoot with a bunch of white girls because them the only girls are willing to work with them. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? It's kind of like just like right. white, you know what I'm saying? Just like white talent is scared to reach out to black girls because you don't know if the black girl be willing to shoot with the white talent. Okay, even when and I think you know, about and I and I guess like that's something I don't think about, right? Because I've never had to really think about it. Because again, it was never, you know, until you know, again, like I didn't grow up that way. No one made a big deal about it. So you know, like I'm open. Like I'm like, if you wanna, if you are professional and you are sexy and you keep yourself healthy and you want to get into this business and try to do something, I am more than happy to shoot with you. It doesn't matter where you come from or or you know whatever, you know. You know, that's yeah. my thought process, but I mean, but like I said, it's just it's kind of like females don't realize people analyze anything you do from your Twitter page to what have you. So when, like for example, I got pigeonholed into all I wanted to shoot was BBWs. Now, don't get it twisted. Yes, I'm attracted to BBWs. I like BBWs, but I like all women. It just mm-hmm. as long as you're sexy, you got lady lumps. I'm good. I don't right. want a toothpick. <laughs> right. If you're a toothpick, you better have a booty and some tits to go with it. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so it's kind of, but because the BBWs, especially the black one, was the one that was willing to do the content trade. They the ones that wanted to have the site, 
that's who I worked with because they was willing to do that. Um, plus the contacts that I had that did pay gigs, that what they were looking for, majority of them. So, okay. but when I hollered at a smaller girl, they look at what I shot with and automatically assume that they don't fit what I'm trying to do. I'm like, oh, really? I see. You get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. I guess like, they have like a not a cat. Maybe they're that's like their brand or how they. And I get that, and that's fine. You know, I guess. I mean, I guess the great thing about being in this business that you can absolutely choose what you want to do, right? Yeah. You know, you yeah. have that option where you know some jobs you don't always have that option. Because especially in this day and era, it made women have to become business women. Right. Because you you just can't you just can't depend on content. You have to find other avenues within the trade. Multiple stri- yeah, multiple you know streams. Absolutely. If yeah. it's webcamming or what have you. I'm like, shoot, you Surprise! You'll do some butt naked yoga videos or something. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. I would. I love stretching. I do like some naked uh, stretching, or maybe like a naked stretching class. I don't know if you guys would be interested. If somebody like people came to that. I'd probably be happy to do that. Can you do that? You can have a naked stretching class, right? Why not? Yeah, yeah. Actually, they. I'm pretty sure they do people have need them. To I stretch think more. Yeah, do you, people stre- need to do, you stretch, do you stretch before scenes? I do. I try to do some mobility work and stretching beforehand. Yes. She said mobility work. Mobility work is important. You have to be mobile and, you know, be able to open up your hips and, you know, get into different positions. And, you know, like, you got to be mobile. One leg might ha- have to be up and the other one's over here, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, no, no. We love flexible women. Trust me, we love porn stars that do their own stunts. And especially too, like my back. I'm big on because I want to be able to arch my back a lot, so I work a lot on my back too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially that's important. So yeah, if you ever get a chance to like work with anyone athletic in the bed, it's always fun. No one wants yeah. like one a person just being in one position. That's not fun. Oh no, 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 no. It, it would be I like to do as many positions. <laughs> I mean, I do like it from the back. I love it doggy style, but mm-hmm. after a while I'm like, okay, let's switch and then we can go back to that. Yeah, it's kinda like to me that's the other thing too about being a porn star that you was doing porn shit before you were doing porn shit. Yeah, I just was. For, for, you know, just for what you was liking or what you into, because even with porn, it still takes imagination, even though you're in front of the camera. Right, right. And you're always yeah. like, I feel like you're always experiencing something new. You know, each yeah. of those scenes that I did, they were all very different. One was not like each other. You know, very similar but not identical. Yeah, because that's the whole key is to not bore your fan base right and to everyone's different so every actor is different you know the chemistry is different you know maybe some people like you're just like i just want to straight fuck you there's no talking there's no nothing just be quiet and just do this and then like so, there's other people who are like oh i want to talk more you know so it's just different yeah. i'm sorry i was always a role play dude i always wanted to have some type of skit proceed the scene or what have that just me i never really liked the straight to the point you met that one act after where you were just like holy moly like it's so like primal that you're just like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 like okay when it comes to me doing my dom shit yeah okay like with the bondage and stuff like that because then that's my lifestyle and that's typing it to the enemy you know what I'm saying, or what have you. Um, because to me, it's kind of like the way I look at when it comes to porn versus is that I want people to remember that scene. 
to the point right. of how I remember shit that I grew up. Because right. it wasn't just the fucking that I remember. I remember what led up to it. Plus, I also take into account that when men jerk off, we actually make up the scenario that led to the jerk off. When we imagine a chick. I wonder if, like, it's just different for women than that. I mean, I, I don't know, you're a woman. I, I, <laughs> I can't tell you. Yeah, I mean, I was sure it is. Because, you know, I think about, you know, like, for me, it's just like, it really is a case-by-case basis. Yeah, because, see, it's kind of like, I the reason why I like the role okay, the reason why I like the role play scene because it's giving you a scenario that might tap into that person's memory. They either remembered a similar situation or right. heard of it or what have you. It's kind of like as simple as I you're going to see uh, your homegirl. Okay. She called you. You know what I'm saying? It'd be as simple as you're going to see your homegirl. You're just going over there to smoke. And then, like, y'all smoking and y'all end up fucking. Mm-hmm. Now, even though you're that simple, what have you, but if you play, you play it right, it's like how many motherfuckers, females and males, actually happen? That actually happen. You know, period. Or you met somebody at the club. Or... Shit, you met somebody at a gas station. Someone told me a smart man said, take any situation that can happen in life and just put sex. Oh, so I should do like, sorry, Bobby, my AirPods uh, went down, their battery's low, so you might get some background noise. Okay, Okay, so I I should use this incident. I went into a dispensary to buy some weed, and when I came out, the security guard is like, hey, where are you going right now? I was like, I'm going to my car. He's like, I would really like to fuck you. So I should use that scenario. I did not fuck him, but he wanted to fuck me. I should probably use that scenario. You see, there you go. So, <laughs> most definitely. Thank you, Bobby. See, this is why I like talking to Bobby. He's like brainstorming. So that's an idea oh, I yeah. can use. Almost definitely. So, my phone is now trying to go low and almost okay. dead. And we got an hour. We got the hour in. So with that being said, another episode, the first premiere episode in the books of the Blazing Goddess Hour. How did it feel to have your first episode? It's awesome. I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope you know we can have some interesting topics and guests oh, uh, oh, come yes. in and chit chat um, with us. So I'm excited. I look forward to this journey and I hope you guys uh, come on this ride with me. No doubt. Oh, and tell everybody where they can spend money on you. Oh, you can go to misskellyshin.com. That's my website. That's where I put all of my stuff. And why I always drive everyone to my website versus OnlyFans. You can go to OnlyFans too. If you go to my Twitter, I have the link. Um, but every my whole vault, my whole library, everything I've ever done sits in that website. It does not fit in OnlyFans. Say no more. So that being said, like I end every podcast here on the Smoke This Over podcast family, especially here in the premium smoke room. And y'all seeing this for free, but episode two and beyond will now be behind the premium smoke room wall. So you have to subscribe for ninety nine dollars a month. See this pretty face. The only thing you're going to see on YouTube He's trailing. So well, too, you, you, see you, you can see more of me, too. Oh, yes. That, that's right. Also. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, get, you never know what outfit more. I'm going to wear. See, say no more. See, she always, just... We're always on camera. I never do phone in. You'll always see me. Yes. So, so there you go, people. Subscribe. And with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke that over. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. I got you covered. Somebody call the FBI. What is going on? Somebody, like, (laughs) they'll shoot out. My friends would never speak to me so disrespectfully. They'd be like, but see, but see, but see, but see, here's the difference between your fans and this. Yeah, my, my fans would be like, yeah, you see, you're a dominatrix, so, yeah. Of course, one man could never be enough for our goddess. You need all of them. The premium smoke podcast, where all the porn stars come to.
I do. Shop it. I unfortunately do know every bitch that that dick has ever touched. Well, at least in the last three years. Um, <clears throat> but scene is so hot. It's an hour long. So, and it was such an intense scene that I actually like dropped into sub. Like I, I dropped off into subspace during the scene. It's causing that good habit and give you that great smoke. Okay, that, like, literally, I knew it was that. Like, I had to put it back when he was fine. I felt like this. And I said, what the fuck? And, yeah, I guess he wanted to get deeper. So, he... <laughs> I'm sorry, bitch. Just get it. He put like, his stomach on my back. Sugar and spice and everything. <laughs> so you can belly fuck. Yeah, we live in a world where we love separating shit. Look at porn, for instance. You got BBW porn, BDSM porn, racial porn. Hold on. But I'm going to tell you what's interesting. Think about this. What's the name for white on white porn? I'm waiting. Come to the dark side. Let me keep that deep. Because well, it, it also, like, the best cage uh, uh, match ever for me is Tommy Blanchard yeah, versus Magic uh, T.A. Because they fought like two guys that actually had issues. And fighting is yeah. not cool. You roll around on the ground. 